Hey friends, there's a few dates in particular coming up, which I'd like to see as many 12 and a half as possible in the next few months. Um, March 15th and 16th, I'll be headlining Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento. Uh, April 5th, I'll be at the Last Best Comedy Club in Bozeman, Montana. Uh, I'd love it if we could get some 12 and a half in the crowd for those, uh, those particular dates. And the first week of May, I'll be at the MGM in Las Vegas. Be fun to party with you there. TJ will be in Syracuse February 16th and 17th. Raleigh, North Carolina, the Improv, March 8th and 9th. And uh, if you want more details about his dates, go to tjmillerdoesnothaveawebsite.com. And enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Now entering Nerdist.com. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. Thank you. Thank you so much. Can you guys do the opening song with me? Can we all do it together? Yeah! Come on, let me hear you. Yes. Welcome to Cashing In with T.J. Miller. I'm Cash Levy. Coming to you live, and that was my first mess-up of the day. Can we start over? Uh, we're coming to you live from uh, uh, Virginia, Washington, D.C. area for a 100th episode. And yeah, 100th episode. I mean, it's not really our 100th episode. It's really like our 106th, but we kind of flimsied up the numbers a little bit. You know, but we've had about a hundred birdbath conversations that you guys have listened to, and we appreciate you coming out and supporting us. This is, this is amazing. This is a historic night. I mean, a hundred episodes, there are a lot of people that said that this couldn't be done. Uh, and there are a lot of others that said they really didn't want it to be done. They didn't really want it at all. And, but we did it. We're here, a hundred episodes. In fact, just to kick things off, I think if you all could just, to toast us, just raise your ladles into the sky... And just give, your, just give your neighbor a hug. Actually, check that. Give your neighbor a quick squanus. Just, yeah, that would be awkward. You're right. You might not know your neighbor. We'll get into that later. It's exciting to be here. I mean, we've been doing this podcast since the dawn of the genre of podcasting. Uh, we were the first. You know, and our influence can't be underestimated. You know, without us, there would be no Doug Loves movies. Or You Made It Weird and Wild. Right? There, there would be no WTF until you get to CIWTJM. Okay, which is much harder to say, and that was part of the problem. 
But, you know, it's pretty impressive. I mean, and now everyone's doing podcasting. I mean, we were the first. We were at the forefront of this whole thing. But now everybody's doing it. Everybody's jumping on the bandwagon, riding on our coattails, you know, trying to get up inside our short Jonathans, right? Trying to ride our honey sticks to the promised land. But, you know, we were, we were at the forefront of this, and it's very exciting. A hundred episodes. I'd like to thank uh, Obama for his congratulatory phone call. Uh, I don't know that we really have kept this country together for the last two years, but I appreciate the sentiments. Uh, it's, it's been exciting, you know, all the different well-wishers and, you know, 100 episodes. I mean, at this point, we've ruined uh, 10 lives. Uh, but I'd like, that's a sobering thought. But I'd also like to think that we've done more than that because we've made some people whole again, uh, except for the half person who is still just a half. But we're still working on that. There's work to be done. My show is uh, interview-driven. It all has to do with my guests. That's what's made my show such a big hit. And without my guests, I'd be nothing. And I've had a lot of great guests uh, in the last couple years, 100 episodes, so many to thank. Uh, If you could hold your applause, I'd like to thank all of them tonight, uh, just to kind of... Let them know how I feel. If you could hold your applause. So many guests. uh, T.J. Miller. uh, But enough about the past. (laughs) Let's talk about the future. You know? Uh, It's exciting. I I tried to get a great guest since we're in a political place. Uh, Martin Van Buren. uh, Tried to get him. (laughs) Apparently, uh, he's dead. Uh, (laughs) Who knew? Invariably, most of my guests end up dead. have you noticed that? In fact, this episode, by the way, is dedicated to uh, Mackie Sasser. May he rest in peace. Thank you, Mackie. Um, but, you know, it's very exciting. Uh, it's very exciting to be here. Uh, uh, and, you know, my guest this evening, uh, I'm very flattered that he chose this show uh, to make his announcement uh, to run for president. Uh, that feels pretty good. Uh, you know, he uses an alias when he's on the show, uh, but actually, you know, he's also a comedian. Uh, he's uh, he's going to announce on this show. He had a couple other options. Uh, he, he was going to use Duck Dynasty or the Chelsea Lately show to announce, but he decided to announce here on this show. Are you guys ready for my guest? Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, from the great state of Denver... In the great state of Denver, please welcome the next president of the United States, Mr. Pemberton Buttlesticks. Thanks so much. Thank you, Josh. Thanks for having me. I always like to hug with a chair in between. Um, it's so exciting to be here. This is great. Thank you Where for announcing. Thank you for announcing on my show. There's no place to plug in. This is our nation's capital. Yeah, just so put just that put there. there. Put it right put in there. there. Put it in the water bottle and listen to the gurgles. <laughs> it's great to have you on the show. It's amazing to be here. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm I don't gonna... know. Somehow I did. I took this out of the water bottle thinking like, but I don't want it to go too far down and electrocute my neck. So... Because that makes a ton of sense. I'm going to start off by asking I'm going to keep it on because it looks more official. The, ear, the, the earphones look more official for a presidential candidate. 
sponsored by Evian Facial Spray. The only imported water that costs over $13 in America, while other people in other parts of the country or in the world are dying because they can't get a cleanly source of water. Evian Facial Spray, for when you don't give a fuck and you want everyone to know. Pemberton. Please, call me Butley. Call me Battleburgers. I was, saying, many... I, I was saying to call you Tittledorf. Tittledorf, yeah. But Pemberton, quick question, just to start things off, because uh, I know people are curious about your policies and this kind of thing, but there is some dispute over your birth certificate. Yeah, There I are mean, those that say you were born in Spatoinkerville. Just There's off. some that say you live there still. In Spatoinkerville? Wherever I was born, I can see the lights of Yonderville. Let me put it that way. Yonderland? How many people... Yes. How many people do listen to the podcast? I obviously don't, but how many... Yes? How many people are hearing Cash say a lot of things that make no sense, that some people are laughing at, and you yourself are like, what the fuck is going on? Just that, that small group of people are like, we thought this was a restaurant. Why are you guys up there talking? No, they were just shopping, and they put their bags down. We came out. They're like, what's happening? We were here for the Muppet movie. I look kind of like a Muppet in terms of, like, with the hair and everything. You know, I went to the thing. Nationals game yesterday, and when you have a beard, you look like Jason Wirth. Yeah, and when Jason Wirth shaves his fucking face, he looks like a real man. <laughs> That's what I heard. Jason, are you in the audience? Didn't think so. I can say whatever the fuck I want. You know, it's actually uh, Jason's mother and father split up, but he kept a hyphenated name that he changed. Um, uh, that he that he, he you know he changed for to play professional baseball. Okay. Uh, and his mother's name was uh, was Sarah Less, and so he used to go by uh, Jason Worthless. I I did not know that. Oh yeah. I'm really upset at myself I was going to wear my I know we're on a podcast right now but I like to focus on the visual aspects of what's happening I actually uh, a fan of my politics uh, sent me a Pemberton Battlestick shirt and I was going to wear that it's the wrong year, it was 2014 uh, which I wasn't, you know, able I was incarcerated but I was going to wear that and it's very frustrating because I, I forgot to wear it. I wore the shirt that I was hoping I would be able to wear. You guys have these? Where you come from, huh? <laughs> what does that say? Let me read that. It says, don't ask me for shit. <laughs> that should be your campaign slogan. Because, because my, st- my stomach is distended from, from a, a regiment of scotch and sodas, where as soon as I finish this one, the Arlington Draft House will bring another one. And then I'll keep drinking them until I cannot talk any longer. And then people will mistake me for George W. Bush Sr. See, you guys are all like, wait, what? But George W. Bush is a senior. If he has a son, then he's senior to that child. I don't think that's the part why... That's not why some people went, ooh, and some people clapped. Why do you think they want to move in well, this club? Because that's the way politics are. You know? we, are we are in a sort of a <laughs> city that can be touched. very dividing. For example, we're in uh, Virginia. And from, from my understanding is people in Virginia uh, hate people from Maryland. Yeah. You get from, okay, yeah, that gets some applause. 
Maryland. Yeah. <laughs> Finally. I've never been to the East Coast. Someone said it. <laughs> Fucking Marylanders. Do people in Maryland. The people from Maryland apparently hate people from Virginia, and then people from Washington D.C. Okay, that gets an applause. And then people from D.C. apparently hate everyone <laughs> from either place. They're like, sort of including sort of themselves. Like, I think there's a lot of people in D.C. Sort of some self-loathing. They look in the mirror and they go, "Fuck everyone from Maryland. Fuck everyone from Virginia. Fuck everybody else." And also, fuck you, sir. And then as a tear rolls down. <laughs> They try and wipe it from their own reflection. <laughs> and they go straight to the hill. <laughs> straight up the hill. Yeah, I, this is my first time to this part of the country. It is? To uh, Virginia or to D.C.? Uh, both. Is it, really? Yeah, yeah, never never done this before. Because I used to... About 36 hours and uh, been quite an experience. What do you think so? I mean, it's there's a lot of, uh, of people. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, let's stop there. That's a good observation. You can't go wrong with that, right? Time, lots of people here. Uh, they talk a lot. There are a lot of talking between the people. Those are some of my observations. I found that a lot of people will sit on bus stops or they'll stand. Or they'll walk. And I've seen some people running as well. We went to, I went to the Washington uh, Mall. Yes. Uh, Which, the, uh, you can't buy a goddamn thing there. <laughs> I go in there, I'm looking for the fucking yeah. Sephora. Hey, you know why. And there's a Sephora in there. Yeah, where's my food court, Washington Mall? There's not expensive gifts. I can't find a Powerball ball thing. Maybe I can use dick at the memorial. Maybe I can use a hot dog and a stick. It's like a memorial. It is. right on the Washington Monument. That could use, that's the stick with which the hot dog could be placed. And they should sell a little, what are those, I'll say this, though. Olives. That's probably why they don't sell it like that. You want a hot dog or an Olives? You know what it's going to be? Yeah, Florida. I went over the reflecting pool. That is a jet skier's paradise, let me tell you. I mean, I, not, there weren't a lot of jet skiers out, but I feel like that really... You feel like that would be the place? That would be the place to jet how, ski. How far, and this is the question that's open to everybody, uh, just in terms of if they want to try it. How, how far do you think you'd get with a jet ski... In the mall, towards without. the like, bull, without them arresting you. I don't even know if you could get it on there, especially well, you how to carry the jet ski yourself. Well, you ever tried to carry one of those things hard. without any. You need a harness. Yeah! You gotta have a harness, or you gotta have some sort of papooses cut. And so, what you do is you wrap the jet ski to your back in one piece of cloth. And then the jet ski feels closer to you. And brings the bonding between father and jet ski. That's right. I just said father and jet ski. There's so many fountains. Too. If you were to dredge all the fountains in uh, in the mall there, I think that would uh, get us out of debt. What do you think? I know we can make a couple of these, right? Uh, it's a great landscaper. I'd like to get that landscaper uh, for my yard. <laughs> Whoever created that whole Washington Mall thing. I uh, <laughs> <that would be laughs> 
Who was his, what was his name? It was Jonathan Hall. <laughs> it's funny, because I do like to get your impression of it, because this is... You know, I lived here for many years, obviously politicking on the Hill, but then I went to school at the George Washington University here in Washington, D.C. for yes, a brief period. Thank you very much. Seems like there's a couple of people that either know what Who that did you is, guys hate? or they're enrolled in that school but too high to really come together <laughs> as a unit and clap. Um, did you guys have a rival? Uh, GW? Yeah. Yes, any school with an accredited sports program <laughs> is our main rival. Uh, I think maybe American University, but I don't even know. They're in fucking Maryland or some bullshit. <laughs> How many people are from Maryland? By round of applause. How many people came in from Virginia? You're in Virginia. How many people came straight from the district? <laughs> All the rest of them were like, I'm not going out there. <laughs> I'm confused by all of it. Uh, there's so many states. Seems like it should just be one bigger state. Uh, you shouldn't be able to fit each state inside a closet. It's they're, they're really small states. Like each time I'm, I'm like, oh, you're in Virginia now. You're in Maryland now. You're in. I will, it's, it's ridiculous. If you have to, it's not even the state of Columbia. I mean, it's the, what is that? They I had to say it is. was a district. It's not even a city or a county. It's the smallest thing that can be a, still a thing. <laughs> Welcome to the District of Columbia. Thanks. Where does it end? Oh, right, right over there. You can see it from here. Just look right over there. I, I thought it was wonderful, though. I, I rode a, a bicycle over to the White House. Uh, what other country can you just ride over to the White House? I mean, there's a lot of countries where they don't even have bicycles. They don't have White Houses. <laughs> Yeah, the houses are other colors. They're other tan. Colors They're adobe. I, mean, I guess in Greece, you could ride to a White House, but it wouldn't be the same. Yeah, in Greece, you can ride but to any White House. We, we, I just rode up to our president's house and uh, just kind of leaned up against it. Did you give him a little, hey. Just a little wave in the window. I, you know, I, How many countries can you do that? I felt very proud to be a, an American. Did he wave back? Did you see him? Because I, I went there once, and I did the same thing. Kind of leaned on the old... Yeah. The gate, and then uh, I caught him sort of peeking out <laughs> from behind the curtain, you know? He was sort of looking out, scared and alone in an uncertain world, <laughs> knowing that he's more than a man, but just still a man, <laughs> trying to lead a country that is divided almost right in half. So I saw him kind of peeking out of the curtain, yeah. and I went, <whistles> you know? and uh, you know, he immediately went back in behind the curtain. But I think right before he did, I saw him kind of give me like a, thank you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because my wave sort of implied like, you're doing fine. You know? You're doing a great job. How would you, I mean, the, I guess the house, I guess the house has a lot of uh, curb appeal. Because there are a lot of people out front. A lot of what? Just sort of. I, isn't it crazy how you can just say things and they, it's, the, the they you, is, you can pass almost anything off. This if, is why you're good at sneaking. You, you could sell that house. I bet that house is really. What expensive. is curb appeal? Well, people, curb appeal is when you, you know, when, when something's very appealing uh, as you drive or walk past, so people like to stop and look at it and want to buy it. That's a that's a real and thing called curb people, appeal. Yeah, it's called curb appeal. And there were just a lot by of real quick, by round of, of that house, by round of applause, how many people have heard of the phrase curb appeal before? That's the education you get at George Washington. 
I was still trying to figure out what curb meant. <laughs> but I mean, it's it's uh, it's a house that I think could sell. Uh, you know, it's it's weird that there are a lot of people out front. There's food trucks nearby, and that's another thing. I would gain a lot of weight if I was president. You think? Because I'd be wandering out to the food trucks. I don't think you would be. No. <laughs> I don't think they let them kind of just wander around. Isn't that a tough thing, though? I would hate to be a person who wasn't allowed to wander around outside my house That's a, it'd be, it'd without, be like, strange. 15, 20 people all around me, mm-hmm. each with worse status anxiety than the next. <laughs> all of them feeling like they should have been promoted or should be closer to the yeah. president and all that stuff. But that's what comes along with it, and that's why I'm announcing my candidacy as Pemberton Buttle Six. Where would, you, where would you choose to live? If you Would you live in the White House? Kind of the way it has to be. I think you have to, you have yeah. To. They this really you is live. your first time they in D.C., you... isn't it? <laughs> Actually, the way the Where show's going... Where would you going... live? Would you live in DuPont Circle? Where do you, where would you go? <laughs> the way the show's going, I think it might be my last time in D.C. <laughs> no, no but it, you know what? It's, uh, it's just interesting that you have to live there. Uh, and then you, but you can't go out in your yard. There's people with signs out there. All the time. Yeah, and they're not friendly signs. Why? He... It's not like, you can do it. How come people don't write more friendly signs to each other? It's always, you know, you're an asshole, or, you know, get us out of this war. I think they should have... To... It's think... usually one of those two. <laughs> you're an asshole, get us out of this war. I think we should have some friendly signs. Well, here's the, here's the policy should be. You're not allowed to protest negatively unless you have someone with you to protest positively. <laughs> So if you yeah. come out and you say, hey, asshole, get us out of this yeah. war, you got to bring a buddy that says, you're doing your best. Yeah. We understand their financial concerns yeah. surrounding oil <laughs> and certain resources. Right. But it's outside of that, we know that your heart's in the right place. Speaking, you have, yeah. Speaking have of protests, I'd like to thank you all for coming yesterday. Uh, uh, tomorrow is cashing in with TJ Day uh, here uh, in the nation's capital. Um, I don't know if you guys... And for those of you who were there, we did a 12-and-a-half-man march on Washington. <laughs> and it was wonderful. It's, it's, it's a little different than the million-man march, uh, but it was awesome. We were able to fit all 12-and-a-half into a, a clown car. And uh, it, it was, was a really, rascal. It was more of a rascal. Yeah, yeah. One of those little scooters, you know, that you always want to use at the grocery store at the cost company. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that what Costco stands for, cost company? Nobody gonna ask that Cost Corporation. No one gives a shit. We just we're fine yeah. with it being Costco. Just like they change it to KFC, and everybody's supposed to be like, okay, they're okay with it. Kentucky Fried Bullshit. <laughs> Thank you so much for inviting me here. Why do we have a funnier president? Why doesn't Obama? Why is it uncool well, for him to come out? Because humor is controversial inherently. Think of all the people that we've offended with our show. It's a very offensive show. I think three or four well, we people. Have, well, a lot of animals. You know, the animals on the bottom of the animal shit totem pole? Now, I they know. wrote us a lot of letters. Let's expl- they were very displeased. Let's explain that to uh, people in the audience who may not know. Uh, in uh, in, in a, a fury of, I think, some creative brilliance yeah. and genius. It was one of our high marks. We discussed... If high you, water marks. If you had... If you put a... If you had to put order animals from largest to smallest on top of each other, each one shitting on the one below it, what would that be? And I think we, we decided that the, the first one would be an elephant, or no, a blue whale. The largest animal. The largest? Well, there was, there was a, I believe, a, a condor, an eagle on top yeah. shitting on all the animals. 
on all of them, all the way down. That's really the miracle of flight. All the way down. It's true. If if you can fly, you always... You have the upper hand. You can always shit on an animal that can't shit on you. You have the the upper ass. If you can... (laughs) If you can fly and someone else can't, chances are you're shitting on them. Not Vicaverka, you know? Invariably, that seems to be the first thing you learn. I think As so. As a bird is how to shit on people. But we decided, yeah, it can't be. And, what is, and the good luck thing, who believes that? You ever, been, that? you ever been shit on and somebody says, hey, it's good luck? And you're just like... No one's ever said that to me. <laughs> I, I, I think you should change friends. I've only got one. And the last time he said it, I hit him straight in the face. He was like, what the fuck did you do that for? That's terrible. I was like, it's actually good luck. <laughs> Why doesn't Obama come out with a protesting sign that, you know, to counteract? If he has to come out and everybody's always, you're terrible, you're terrible, why doesn't he come out and say, I haven't had breakfast yet, you know? <laughs> Just not a big sign, right? Yeah. How dare you be so mean to a man who has yet to have had breakfast? He should have his own signs. Maybe it's the longest sign. His sign is always bigger. That's the American way. These are all he comes <laughs> out with one so big, it's like, I get it, guys. You don't think I'm aware of all these issues? Well, I haven't had breakfast. So instead of thinking of me as someone to attack and a target, perhaps you should think of me as a man. Because although I'm more than a man, I am still a man. I'm a man that hides behind the curtains. And when, make eye, when I make eye contact with people, I squeeze right back in between them. His is just like a circular. It just goes all the way around him. He just rotates inside of it. Yeah, but it's not just a... It's a large conical one, no, you know? It's a conical one, but it's, it's etched in stone. It is. We decided Which that people too. would respect more. We talked about yeah, that, too. We were too. talking about this last night. We went over to the, uh, uh, the Lincoln Memorial. It, it's obviously a great memorial because he couldn't remember which one it was. Yeah. And we, we noticed that everything was written... Back in the day, everything was written in stone, and, uh, uh, which really makes it a typo. I mean, it becomes a... You can't white out uh, in stone. So you have to be really careful. And we, you know, I've tried. I, I, I did my, my own grandfather's uh, headstone because it was cheaper. And uh, his, you know, his first name's Ernest, and I fucked it up. I put Robin. And, and I tried to... Common mistake. Gra- gravel... Even it, when he was alive, I remember a lot of people would call him that. By mistake. It was, mo- it was me. It was almost Just exclusively you. me. Yeah. Just you. The whole time. But I, gra- what a lot of people don't know is gravel can be the stone whiteout. Because I just packed a little bit of gravel with some super glue over the robin. And I used, you know, of course, you don't have to do it over the, the letters that are the same in earnest and robin. Um, but there aren't any. So I had to wipe the entire thing out. Um, it, it looks pretty shoddy. But, you know, my grandmother's dead. So there's nobody really to nobody be too upset about it. Yeah. Upset. No one really goes out there anymore anyway. No way, man. It's all the way in fucking... Maryland or something. It's really far away. Nobody from Virginia goes to Maryland. What's the best what's the best memorial, do you guys think? What's the number one? Is it Lincoln? It seems to be the one that wins out. Jefferson. Jefferson's the one that people don't know about as much. Yeah, I didn't know Jefferson's that. kind of the hipster memorial, you know? <laughs> like I was going to Jefferson before it was the Jefferson Memorial. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. But that's the good one to go to, you know, because late it's, at night. It's, it's, it's not the president Jefferson. It's Jefferson from the, from the Jeffersons, right? That's right. So it's, it's a small secret memorial. It's just for the Jeffersons, the television yeah. show. Yeah. Um, no, I like it. I, I think the memorials, I, I think the monuments memorials, I think there should be more, uh, there should be at least one bobblehead uh, memorial. <laughs> I mean, bobbleheads have done so well. 
Don't you think? I think so, but I think that the bronze, Jefferson is in bronze, I think. And, well, it's whatever it is, it's green and it's metal. Yeah. And uh, he, uh, it's not as popular. I don't think that it's even the location. I think it has more to do with the fact that the Lincoln Memorial is all marble. Marble is just the baddest ass it's a great, thing to build anything out of. It's a great type of, of rock. Yeah. Now, granted, marble, there are other yeah. good types of rock. Some people are like, well, there's, there's diamonds. If they made it out of diamonds. It's only about Did ten people in here. They got a granite pun. You hear that? A granite pun. I think everyone got it, and some just were choosing to ignore it. And those are the people that I'm going to ignore and choose to believe are stupid. No, none of you are stupid. You're all great. You're, I can't believe... Give yourselves a round of applause for coming to Cash's show you. You in the what? afternoon on a Sunday. I appreciate it. I'd we like appreciate to... It. I know none of you have ever heard the show before, so I'll just throw it out there to the few of you that do. We, we like to start off the show uh, with something we like to call the... Uh, Triple banger lightning round. Okay, yeah, there are only 12 and a half there. <laughs> Uh, well, like, it is time, my friends, for the triple, triple banger, banger lightning round uh, question. Triple banger lightning round. So awesome. The sound technician was like, what do you call it? Why would I do that? And I'm like, I'll let you know. He's like, but I don't... It sounds ridiculous. <laughs> triple banger lightning round. It is ridiculous. Question one, question one. Okay. Loch Ness Monster. Time for some new headshots. <laughs> oh, this is going to be a I mean, tough this... one. Can I have another double scotch and soda up here? Cause these, hey, these bangers are coming fast, and they're coming in threes. <laughs> so Loch Ness Monster, time for new headshots? You're saying all the photographs yeah. are kind of yeah, older? Who's doing black and white anymore? Get a new publicist. He should, or at least go to or Sears. Get some t- glamour shots. <laughs> Something TMZ really they're, all the celebrity pictures. I'd be more impressed with the new Loch Ness shot. But you think it should be an actual headshot? Because I just imagine this sort of terrifying monster with a little too much makeup on. Because he let his friend, who's a girl and wants to be a makeup artist, do the makeup, and he doesn't know what the fuck's going on. He's a mythical beast. And I just imagine him being like, just trying to give that little look, you know, like, hey, hire me. I can do a variety of things, you know? <laughs> Can't you see this pretty face on NCIS, you old piece of shit? <laughs> you old dog in a blanket? You been calling people that lately? I have not, no. I have. I have not. I've heard you calling people that. Uh, I, I yelled at the, I go, hey, you old dog in a blanket, come over here and give me a hug. And, uh, I, you know, I thought it was just a gentleman in a blanket, and uh, it was a dog, and uh, couldn't understand a word I said, so I went over, gave him a little, little ruffle, a little kiss on the nose, and then his, his mother said, that's not a dog, that's my baby. And Which I said, your baby looked like a dog in a blanket. And she said, why did your voice change so dramatically? Just and I go, you tell me, and I ran away. Into the reflecting pool, just to reflect on the experience that I just had. And you were hit by a jet skier. I was hit by a jet skier right as I was reflecting on the experience I had because I had videotaped it on my iPhone and I was shining that into the pool and watching it through. And then, bam! Jet ski! Which is also what I yell when I orgasm. Uh, Have you been doing that lately? Yeah, we we talked about the orgasm. (laughs) 
orgasms in general? I'm just saying. We're just yelling out things like jet ski. No, no. No, not things like jet ski. I think. <laughs> have you been yelling out? I in the moment of ejaculation, I always, have you been I yelling you, out? I, I, have you been yelling out exactly this? Bam! Jet ski. <laughs> We've already talked about this. For me, it's bam! Yahtzee! <laughs> Which, uh, fellas, if you're looking for something in that realm, Yahtzee's a lot better than Boggle. <laughs> Bam, Boggle! Then the woman's like, what do you mean? And you're like, I know. Thank you so much. Give it up for your weights up and promise me that you'll tip them like they deserve to be tipped. They're helping us all have a great time. He was covered with that drink. Did you see that? Uh, yeah, well, he's he, disarming it. I, I saw him from the... He, I can see him in the way back. What he did is he goes, one, one for you, one for me. So he filled the drink... Poured it into his mouth, and then he pours one for me. Yeah, that's how he worked it out. I think the also lock- Bam Sorry is a bad one. Yeah, <laughs> Yahtzee is better than uh, Boggle and Sorry. Yeah. Oops, Bam Oops. Shoots and ladders is okay. That's pretty neutral. Bam shoots and ladders. Shoots and ladders. That's an interesting one. Well, they're also both slang for genitalia. But which one's which, ladies? <laughs> which one's which? Bam! You've sunk my battleship. Yeah, that's not a good one either. Good one. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. Connect four. You can only do that in a threesome. No, and that's when your buddy. Yeah. No, that's when your buddy comes out and he goes, "I'm here." Yeah. He, he You're in a threesome. Someone walks in. You yell, "Connect four. That's exactly right. That's what it is. And a lot of people don't get to experience that. And with but good reason, it's never ready. a good experience. We need yeah. to be vigilant. <laughs> we need to be ready for these moments. You want to be sharp. If you're in a threesome, someone walks in. You want to be ready. Right? You've got to be ready to connect four. You don't want to say four score and years ago. Yeah, that's not even a game. That's just uh, <laughs> that's something that you read in the last 24 hours. <laughs> a piece of rock. That's something I... I read in the last 24 hours and did not commit to memory. You also just changed it from read to wrote. So you just said, it's something that I wrote in the last 24 hours. (laughs) You can't try and take credit for Lincoln's words, Dad. Not even in Virginia. We're going to, this was a trial run. We're going to start the show over. Uh, This show has been, I lost the opening two pages of uh, ideas. Is that true? Yeah, so we've just been bullshitting. But right I don't now, think, I don't think that's enter. coming off to yeah, me. No, the case. seriously. We've now we're just to the part where I found my I had some ideas coming in. I had to make up the opening. I had to make up the middle part. And now we're ready to really kick things into gear. Mm-hmm. This is all warm up and we're gonna cut out this bullshit. From here on out, and we're not actually gonna start the podcast ever, but from here on out, everything actually, you'll hear is scripted. Four score. Seven years ago. Seven years ago. Um, he wrote that. Lightning round. Question, question numero two, dos. Question two, 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 two. <laughs> I'm your campaign manager, uh, so uh, I've got uh, commitments uh, uh, from celebrities supporting your cause. Well, you're my campaign manager, and you're also uh, my uh, speechwriter. I've got some A-list celebrities yeah. uh, who are ready to support your cause. I want to know which one... Of these people, would you want to be the face of your presidential campaign? Okay. Okay? This is uh, Battlesticks, Battlesticks, face of the campaign. Uh, these are the possibilities. These are the people that committed to your campaign. Uh, Snyder from One Day at a Time. 
No. Uh, Flo from the Progressive Ads? Going to consider that one? I'm thinking about it. Uh, I'm thinking about considering it. The uh, orangutan from the Clint Eastwood movies? Yeah, he's the front runner right now. I swear to God, think about it. And this is how you can choose. Who would you rather show up to a cocktail party and see? Flo, the progressive girl, or that fucking monkey from the Clint? <laughs> well, they hold their hand. You know when they hold a person's hand? They do that. <laughs> They're so short. <laughs> I like it. I don't want to hear another word. Just the chimp. Who could be better? Well, how about the voice of the Pillsbury Doughboy? Fuck. Because I asked him. Yeah, it's a tough did you one. see how he did that? Yeah. I thought there was the clear winner, and then he just gave maybe... The better, just the voice, not well, the dope voice. Just the voice. I actually asked him if he wanted to uh, represent your campaign, and he said, Woohoo! <laughs> this is headed to some sort of falsetto singing at some point. <laughs> um, so, just the voice, so you wouldn't see him? Would it be a recording, or would he yeah, hide? It would be a, a recording of him, just, Woohoo! I do got to tell you, that sounds so much more like an owl than. Let me play for you. You're not. You're literally making the same. It's hee hee. It's he gets tickled. No one gets tickled and goes unless unless that was the signal that they had set up with the rest of the ambush for when to all jump out because the person attacking you is close enough to touch your little tummy. They touch you, go and then everybody descends upon them. Okay, who are you choosing? I mean, fuck. Yeah, I think if it's just if it's just a recording, then I think the chimp. Who would you choose? Yeah, I, I would. I would choose the orangutan. You would. I think that's always it makes you more human to be around an animal. <laughs> don't know what to say. I don't know how to. That's a first for you. That is the first time I've ever heard someone take that approach logically. I, I, I would do the Pillsbury Doughboy voice if the guy had to be there, but he also could kind of throw his voice. What do you think he looks like? Do you think, I mean, if that's your biggest thing in your career. If he is not the, the fattest, ooh. happiest guy who's just <laughs> eating crescent rolls breakfast, lunch, and dinner, then he's not doing it right. Deshai. I want him to look. That was his audition. His Deshai, first audition Deshai. He went, Deshai. Deshai, Deshai. And then it's like, what are you doing? You, you need to make it more like an owl. And he just went, And then even he, he, you know, he got really cocky because they were laughing and he threw in a, It does. Being around an animal makes you feel more human. Can I have a Coca-Cola product? It doesn't have to be a drink. I don't it can care be. Where. It can just be a Powerade bottle, an empty one. <laughs> That's a product of the Coca-Cola company. Triple banger lightning, lightning round. round. Question three, number three, three, three. three, three. Uh, these are the uh, best political movies you'd like to see. Okay. okay. These are the political movies you'd like to see. Glad we're doing some political spin on this. Yep, because we're in the Washington D.C. area, in Virginia, <laughs> and I'm not at all confused by that. Best political movies you'd like to see? 
Mr. Moon Wizard goes to Washington. Okay, now listen to this one. Mr. Moon Wizard. Yeah, this is a tagline. Illegal aliens aren't just from Canada anymore. Okay? Here's the next one. All the Burger King's men. Time to loosen your beltway. That has a second tagline in case no one liked that one. Or can make any sense of it. Move over, Watergate. Get ready for Whoppergate. To all you listening at home, I shot a shotgun. I mimed shooting a shotgun, and then I mimed hitting a home run and watching it as it went across the fence. Because I like... it's, It's Whoppergate. There's the last one. Uh, best political movies you'd like to see. President's Day weekend at Bernie's. This dead president is the life of the party. <laughs> now let me just describe this one to you, just so you get the full gist. This is a reimagining of Weekend at Bernie's using an assassinated president. <laughs> And the climactic scene being the State of the Union address where he's being manipulated by strings above the Capitol. <laughs> climactic denouement. Those two fucking weird guys. They're, they're like, what are we going to do? They're going to find out. It's televised. They can clearly see the strings. I really, I flew to uh, Washington, D.C. just to tell you that. <laughs> really, that's the only reason I wanted to come here. The climactic scene being the State of the Union. The question is, who would... Manipulated by strings above the Capitol. Who would play the two uh, people manipulating this ex-president? Would it be the American billionaires, the Chinese billionaires, or both? (laughs) Pemberton Battlesticks, 2016. (laughs) Keep economics out of our politics. Keep your money out of our values. If you need to spray your face with fresh water from another country... Use Evian facial spray. <laughs> and uh, we're going to invite one very lucky person up uh, to, um, to get a little bit of a, an Evian facial spray test uh, later on in the podcast. So I'm very excited about that. Evian, Evian paid for that to happen. So, so, so they'll, they'll cover your travel expenses from your chair up to the stage. Uh, I mean, I, I I'll mean, read them again. Mr. Moon Wizard goes to Washington. All the Burger King's men or President's Day weekend at Bernie's. I like Moon Wizard. Mm. Just because aliens now, aren't just from Canada anymore. Well, now I want you to describe that one because you had this great scene at the end of Weekend at Bernie's. What would the climactic scene of Moon Wizard? Illegal aliens aren't just from Canada anymore. I, I you know. I thought I pictured Moon Wizard jet skiing on the reflecting pool. <laughs> what does Moon Wizard look like? like? You haven't seen Moon Wizard? <laughs> no. You know, let's move on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> all right, so you're picking that one. Even though you don't know what he looks like. Well, no, of course I do. I've, we've all seen it. Like, this is our hundredth episode, and you haven't, like, I, no, looked no, no. at Moon Wizard? I've, I've what the se- fuck? I, I, I mean, I didn't look at him, but... Seriously. 
I looked at you when you were describing him. This is a sack of bullshit. Moon Wizard. It's a satchel of bullshit at most. You ever hear someone say, this is a sack of bullshit? And you're like, this isn't even a small handbag full of bullshit. <laughs> and, that, and what just happened at most is a satchel full of bullshit. I think President's Day weekend the Bernie's is the way to go. Because uh, you already got a sequel in the mix. Of course, Moon Wizard has his own you know, sequels. Yeah, there's two, there's two movies that came before this one. Mm. Both yeah. Moon Wizards. What, remember? True. Yeah. Does anyone remember what those movies were called? Good. Well, we like to... <laughs> How come some people have name tags up front? Guys? Huh? All of you? Yeah, a lot of people seem to have name tags. All right, let's keep going. Uh, okay. <laughs> trust me. <laughs> Triple Banger Lightning Round. Question, question number four. Auxiliary. <laughs> Auxiliary style. Auxiliary style. So far, so good. Remember, each time you see an empty glass, bring up another one that's full. <laughs> the auxiliary style. Triple banger, John. Triple banger, lightning, lightning round. round. Number two. Auxiliary style. Auxiliary two. <laughs> Music you. Yeah! Because we never work without cues. It's barely happening. <laughs> um, we're talking campaign slogans now for Pemberton. Here's some campaign slogans. Here's some campaign slogans. Campaign slogans. Now you don't want to campaign. Where you, you campaign about your complaints. Or campaigning is just yeah. Campaign it's slogans. Just pretty plain slogans like uh, vote. <laughs> That's a campaign slogan. That's a campaign. I'm gonna be the president or not. That's a campaign slogan. What would you do if I could this, there's no, this is a very what would you do if I could no, speak? There's clearly. no mountainous topography with which topography. Oh, fucking John Gorney. I uh, this is a this is an area with not much topography or mountains. I could see myself being president here in the middle of this field. That's a campaign slogan. I grew up. In, I grew up in Colorado, in the plains of Colorado. <laughs> you guys know about plains? I mean, granite. You probably don't give a shit. Campaign slogans: This November, vote for Pember. If we stay here, this political party dies. Full body release. We can believe in. The White House will be rocking, so don't bother knocking. Unless I want, I want the end of that to be a parenthetical. It's like, unless there's an earthquake everywhere, in that case, come in and make sure everyone's okay. That's kind of wordy. Well, yeah, you know, to go around. yeah, yeah. you got to get those conical, full-body uh, protest signs. Let's put 12 and a half people back to work again. No ladle left behind. Whose cantaloupe hands do you want on that button? (laughs) Building a bridge to the 18th century. (laughs) A thousand points of light. Beer. (laughs) What do you think? I mean, I like... First first of all, I want to say thank you for having me on the show because I've been... uh, I'm trying to help you with your campaign. I've been really happy to be uh, even tangentially a part of a show where... 
Things like realizing that anything can be a ladle if you add a handle. You know, I mean, this, this is just a cup, but if this is a handle, it's a ladle. Well, see? This venue uh, here. This is just a top. Flip it. Handle. Tiny ladle. Yeah. <laughs> Full body release, though, is the one I'm going to go to. Well, I, let me just tell you something about that. Before you do that, uh, this venue tonight is a ladle. I actually uh, stuck a, a toothpick. <laughs> against the wall of this uh, theater before we came in. So technically Creating. it is a ladle. Yeah, yeah, it's a ladle. That's one big-ass ladle. Y'all are inside of a ladle right now. I think full body release. As all of you know, the full body release is when your body expels everything within it all at once. Uh, you defecate, you urinate, you cry, and you bleed from your nose, as well as vomiting and uh, bleeding from your ears. Uh... So, yeah, that's the one I would go with, I think. <laughs> what is it again? All of them? No, just the full body release one. Just a uh, full body release we can believe in. Yeah, I think you can believe in this full body release. <laughs> I like the White House will be rocking, so don't bother knocking. Not without the parenthetical, because I worry. Maybe it's because I've lived in fucking California for too long, but these earthquakes are dangerous. And if the whole city is rocking, then get in the place, you know? And also, if you're having sex so fervently, vehemently, and ferociously that the entire White House is rocking back and forth, I think that's the kind of, that's exactly the kind of sex that should be interrupted. Because somebody's not having a good time, you know what I'm saying? Well, and I, I'm not yeah. talking about the girl necessarily. Or, you know, at the end of that sex, you could yell, Bam! Checkmate! Yeah, you could. Or something, there's got to be something more American. Like, bam! What is it? Connect four. Yeah. You're you're assuming a three-way, sir. Monopoly? You can't assume a three-way. This guy got it. This guy got it. If you're in the White House and you're going so hardcore that the whole building is rocking, uh, he said when you ejaculate, you should yell, Monopoly! Which is a strong... That's right in line with my candidacy. Very American. Very American. Okay. Y'all that or Donald Sterling? It's a special live 100th episode celebration. We do one more triple banger really quick. Uh, Triple banger lightning round. (laughs) I'm having a lot of fun. I hope you guys are too. More damaging sex scandal for a politician. Oh, yeah. Drunken sex on the campaign trail with Nancy Grace? (laughs) Or non-drunken sex on the campaign trail with Nancy Grace? Uh, It's a pretty good one. Well, as you know, in my opinion, Nancy Grace is a trash can of a human being. Are you serious? Oh, wait a second. Her face looks like a bulldog took a shit on another bulldog as it was shitting on a condor. Are you serious? Well, no, not, not as majestic. She looks like God got upset with her talking and just squinched her face together. And then said, now go back out there and be on television and be a fear-mongering fucking bitch. It teaches everybody to be afraid to go outdoors so that you can get ratings. I don't know. Is it worse to have drunken intercourse with that hobbit of a human or, or to be sober? I guess sober is more embarrassing that I could have possibly made a decision 
I think that's the answer. But there's a thing about it that's like, if you're drunk, then maybe even you can come out and you can say, you know what, I was drunk, and I did not want to have... I Honestly, I was very intoxicated. There was a lot of pressure being on the campaign trail. I was looking to have intercourse uh, and, and have it quick, and that was a mistake on my part. <laughs> I saw what I thought to be a fairly attractive trash can... <laughs> Covered in bird shit with three holes, two of which I wouldn't stick a goddamn stick in. And I tried to go over and have sex with that trash can, and it ended up being Nancy Grace. And I don't mean she was inside of it. I mean, I yelled Yahtzee, threw away the rest of my... I I ejaculated, yelled Yahtzee, and then... Threw away all my, my, my loose trash. I wish I could have... Into her mouth. It, did, it didn't come together. I want to apologize. You know, it, was, it really... It had, because I was thinking in Yahtzee, do you have to really write anything out? Yeah. Is it Parcheesi or Yahtzee that you have to write stuff out? Uh, it's Scrabble. That's the only one I'm sure is wrong. You could, is, is it Yahtzee? So that's what I should have said. What, is, what do you write, though? You write... The scores. So I should have said, and then I probably ejaculated, can, yelled Yahtzee, and then I threw the, the leftover scores into right. her mouth. But we can like we can the human it. trash can that she is, and I put a little ladle on her molar, and she's a fucking ladle. Put a little we handle could, on there. We could edit that in later. The key is, I think, if you're pemmered in butter stick, butter sticks, and you get <laughs> butter sticks, and you eat too many. What, what would I? What would I do if you could speak without? I know. There'd be no show if I could speak coherently. Here's the thing. If you're a politician and you have sex with Nancy Grace, and you're, uh, what you do is you say you're inebriated, and you offer to ban the type of alcohol you were drinking, and that's the initiative that comes out of it. Oh, that that's a great idea. Like, you're like, turn this listen to me. As a country. We will no this longer... This what happens when you drink this. Tequila. Tequila. Tequila will no longer be available. In the United States of America, no no longer will someone mistakenly mistakenly fist fight. Damn it, I can't even talk really either. Fist fuck, sorry. No longer will an alcohol be available where you will mistakenly uh, fist fuck what you thought was a dead bulldog. We're going to move along to where were you? Where were you? It's uh, yeah, there we go. Where were you? Uh, right before we came out tonight, I was telling TJ uh, that you know I thought we should talk about some of our memories from the podcast. That's where really where we've been for the last couple of years is doing this show. So I thought we could tell a couple of funny stories that no one's heard before, and uh, and some that everyone has. <laughs> yeah, I thought we could repeat stories that everyone's heard at least twice. There's some reminiscing, though. I mean, we don't wanna, we're not going to reminisce too much. Uh, yeah, not too much, but I wanted to mention my favorite moment of the show, looking back on it. Uh, it was very early in our uh, podcasting together, and we haven't talked about this since it happened, so I thought it would be funny for me to bring it up. We were in the state of Denver, and it was the first podcast, maybe the second, it was the second podcast we'd ever done in the state of Denver. And uh, I was just stoned out of my mind. <laughs> I mean, I was really in trouble. Like, I couldn't... I could not follow... Well, bottom line, 
I was freaking out, right, during the show. We're taping it, and I could not focus. It seemed like there were more than uh, Matt was producing. It was, it was TJ and Matt. I, was, I couldn't focus on either of them, and I was sort of kept zoning out. And finally, I just got very upset. I got really paranoid, and I stopped. I'm like, I can't do this anymore. Stop the tape. Stop it right now. Okay? I'm like, and they're like, what's wrong? I'm like, I, can't, I don't know what you're saying. I don't know what anyone has said for the last half an hour. I'm like, I know this is a free show. But this is bullshit. I can't figure out what we're talking about. I was starting to like cry. I was freaking out. I'm like, I feel like my face is melting off. I'm like, and you're making me do this show. And I'm like, get, gathering my stuff. I'm like, I can't do it. Like, I'm like, I haven't followed anything we're saying. I'm like, this is irresponsible. I remember I kept yelling, it's irresponsible. Because I knew, I'm like, I know you guys, you know. You're listening now. You're, we're trying to make a good show for you. And I was like, this is the worst. I was like, this is the worst show we've ever done. And so you guys were like, Cash, no, it, no, I, I, it's fine. It's totally fine. I'm like, no, but I can't. I can't do it. I can't. And they're like kind of grabbing. They're holding me now. And they sat me down. And TJ was like, I'll, 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 I'll lead us through the rest of the show. Nobody's, I don't think it's really? that bad. And yeah, and you go, and you go, remember you go, I'll lead us through. I'll host the rest of the show. And uh, if you don't want to release it, you don't have to. But let's just do this because it's really funny. It was a lot of fun. I mean, I was in the state of Denver, too, so I think I was... But you... There are never, some people here right I now. I get wasted with you. <laughs> yeah, but when I get wasted with you, sometimes you, you're... I don't know. It's just too... It's too much. What? Right? It's too strong. I was just completely... I could barely speak. Yeah. So no, they, you, you could speak. You just... You weren't sure who was talking when you were sure. being so good. <laughs> I also want to take a moment to enjoy the fact that some people who are in the state of Denver in the audience who kind of walked in and didn't really know what this was and thought it was the Muppets, just a, about you know 15 seconds ago, they're like, oh, I get it. It's a podcast. These guys have a podcast. They're doing a live podcast. And then you're like, what are you doing? And they're like, no, it's the Muppets. Is it the Muppets or is it a podcast? Are the Muppets doing a podcast? I think we could be two Muppets, don't you think? We could. Sadly. Yeah. Um, So anyway, what happened was, then we sat back down, and they kind of led me through the show, if you listen to it. And and, and I'm glad we kept it, uh, because it ended up being uh, the show we called Eternal Billboard. And that was where we did the thing where we were talking about jumping off the billboard. But I didn't. I was really not following the first half of that episode at all. And you'll notice Matt later in the show, like kind of stopping and going, "Did you mean this?" Like trying to correct me, you know, because I couldn't really talk. We have, we have a concept that once we make any money, we've never made money on the podcast. I mean, no, I, I've been a guest. We have and a I'm, concept that we try to lose money, try and lose money, try and change uh, somebody's uh, life every. 10 podcasts, and then ruin someone's life every 12th, 11th or 12th. Um, But, you know, we had this idea that once we did turn a profit, maybe in 2025, once they reverse engineered the human brain, uh, we would get a billboard somewhere rural for the podcast, and then the way that we would die is to jump off of that. So that's how much in the state of Denver we were. On that yeah, particular for our episode, final show we will jump off a billboard. But Cash, you're e- Cash is equally um, he is equally sweet and and caring and, and has been a guide for me. I went through a bit of a blue period uh, and and was having a tough time. I also had to cut 
like 20 pounds or 25 pounds in a month for this yeah. movie, uh, uh, Search Party. Yeah, TJ was having his food released. delivered uh, to his house and uh, to, to lose the weight. And what it is, it was big canisters uh, from the special food company that they send it to celebrities who are trying to Cost lose weight company. for movies. And uh, what you do is you open up... It's from the Cost Corporation. Yeah. And what you do is you open up the uh, container and uh, there's just uh, uh, nothing inside. And that's what TJ was eating for literally three fucking weeks. While we had to do like nine shows to make up for how he was going to be out of town. And he was so hungry, he was, his body was eating itself. He was like shaking while we were doing like nine shows in a row. No, and that's from really alcohol upset. withdrawal. The, uh, <laughs> no, and by the way, what if it's cost condor? No one's ever asked. <laughs> what it, it certainly is a cost conundrum, isn't it? Maybe that's what it stands for. Uh, no, but I did. I was only eating light meat and vegetables, and that's it. So just like chicken that's not and what vegetables, you, you and that's it. And we finished one of the podcasts, and I was like, thank you so much. I'm sorry. It's just been a really difficult month. And he's like, I need you to eat some carbohydrates. And I was like, yeah, no, no, no I can't. I, I, he's like, yeah. TJ, I'm serious. I need you to have a fucking pita or something. Some sort of... <laughs> It's not right. Human beings shouldn't be in this situation. It's not okay to do this to yourself. It's ruining you. <laughs> and, uh, and I said, but carbohydrates are something that it was invented since the advent of agriculture. So it, human beings have lived. And he was like, shut up and eat a bagel right now. <laughs> and I think in that way, you did. You, yeah. you guided me. And that, you're a nutritionist, yeah. And now I want to, can, I, can we talk about the Transformers thing really quick? If you're, if you're, you're sure it's okay. I'm positive. The Transformers story. So I'm in, uh, I'm in Transformers for the Age of Extinction. It's a little indie film. You sure indie. this is okay? Yeah. Okay. It's, a, it's an indie film. You guys will be able to catch it at Second String. I'm sure they'll run it here at some they'll point. They'll run it here. Um, they pour the Muppets. But uh, um, Cash actually came to the set of Transformers. Right. So I go to Austin. Of course, TJ, being a very organized person, doesn't get me a, a pass to any of it. There's no like badge or anything that allows me to go on the set. To be fair, technically, no one was allowed on the set. Very strict. I just told him to show up, and we were going to do a podcast in the trailer. And uh, he sort of said, um, well, am I allowed on set? Like, do I, have some, do I have some credentials or something? And I was like, no, you know, but let me, let me go ask. Let me, let me go see what the deal is. But you chill here. And so I went on to set to have Michael Bay yell at me to my face that I am not a funny person and that <laughs> he could cut me out of the film whenever he wanted, uh, to which I responded, Okay. Uh, so I, uh, I I went on set and I was like working and it's this very difficult working conditions. Although you know everybody's just trying to do the best job they can to bring forth another uh, you know Oscar winning installment <laughs> of a franchise based on Hasbro toys. So, but it's true. All the crew works really hard. All the actors work really hard. Bay works harder than anybody except for Wahlberg, who works a little bit harder than I do. I didn't work really hard at all. Uh, one time they told me, run faster, and I said, this isn't fair. Mark Wahlberg was in The Fighter. He was in Shooter. I was recently at a Hardee's. Don't, don't hold me to these standards. Did you see me in Yogi Bear? Yeah. What makes you think I can do this? Listen, I asked Bay, this is real, I asked him point blank first time we met, I said, have you seen Yogi Bear 3D? And he was like, no. Like, why would I have no? And I looked at him and I go, then you don't know really who I am. 
And you should, the look on his face, I don't know what it was, because he turned around. He had left by the time I finished <laughs> saying that. But I remember I was, on, I was like running, or there was an explosion, or something was happening with a cotton truck. And uh, I, I, I realized, it's like, oh, fuck, cash. I, for, I forgot to ask about cash. So I, I turned to try and find the woman that I would ask if he could come on on set and I look and Cash is just chilling on set because if you don't know this he's a sneaking artist so he just snuck on the fucking set of Transformers 4 and was sitting over there I look over and he's like he went to a baseball game yesterday I almost asked him well how do we get tickets and then I remembered there's not a goddamn chance he's getting tickets you walked right in yeah Nationals Park uh they need to. They need to spruce up their security a little bit. They're relying on technology over there a little too much. Well, what happened? Stop someone such as myself. What is? What are they? They? Did you just? You're your own tickets. Oh my god! It was just candy from a baby that's allergic to candy. So it's candy from a baby that just doesn't even want candy at all. You do. You have a trusting face, and you walk with confidence. You can get in almost anywhere. They I have a. They have a. It's 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 really. It wasn't challenging enough to get my heart. It wasn't. I'm angry at that. Na- I'm angry at the Nationals for allowing my sneak in to be that not exciting. You know, what? give me a challenge. They had they have these ticket takers that are. You can just you you put your ticket in this scanner thing like you're at the grocery store, and some. 94-year-old lady is standing 15 feet away, sort of. You can see her neck turning. Just clutching her breasts. Clutching her breasts. Looking off in the distance. Where am I? I thought this was a Muppets matinee. How am I ever going to get past that woman? She can't find her shoes every morning. How am I going to slide past her? It was not even... It was very disappointing. But I did sneak in behind the dugout, and I saw Jason Worth. And he looks just like you. So that was the good part. Yeah. I snuck into the dugout. And uh, you, you snuck on things got all tricky. You played for three innings. <laughs> they didn't know. The fucking coach was like, who's that guy? I can't be worse than worthless over here. <laughs> anyway, so we're on the set. And that was the thing. You just left me no uh, thing, no, no badge or anything. And no one knew who I was. Um, on the set because yeah. he didn't give me a that was a, a weird one thing. too it's a very a strict set they don't want any of the secrets of the movie getting out so I'm having to sneak around for two days uh, just <laughs> everywhere I go I have to sneak in it was kind of fun the best the best and, thing is, go ahead yeah and then the, they don't know we're doing a podcast in his trailer he hasn't told them but they did at one point say to me because see my MO is you know all this is so ridiculous I can't believe any of you are taking any of it seriously and that stands for every moment of every second of every hour of every day of every week of every month of every year of every decade Uh, four score Uh, four score connect four that's what I'd yell if I was ejaculating with a Lincoln beard on Four score, connect four, and then I have my two buddies that are dressed like George Washington and and uh, Howard Taft. He couldn't get. Yeah, to tell you the truth, that buddy of mine couldn't get out of the bathtub, but he just. I knew Howard Taft. I keep thinking about that little chip from the Clinton. Uh, so, uh, so I like, to, I, you know, I, I don't like to be totally forthcoming. 
And so they said, well, who is this guy? And I was like, that's Cash Levy. And they're like, yeah, is, he, is he like a friend of yours or is he an agent or what is he? And I was like, have you heard the podcast Cashing In with TJ Miller? And they're like, no. And I was like, he's the host. And they're like, okay, what is he doing on set? And I was like, we're going to do a podcast in my trailer. Uh, he's not going to come on set. We held true to that, didn't we? Uh, he's not going to come on set. And then she goes, well, you're going to do a podcast on the set? And then you're going to release it? And I was like, no, 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 no. It's just for us. Did you tell her that? And to see a woman's confusion sweep over her and paralyze her from being able to understand. I think there was part of her that was like, wanted to call, that's a satchel of bullshit, you know? But then there was another part of her that was like, if it is truly sad enough that there exists a man who has a friend come and they record a podcast that they themselves listen to and then erase afterwards. I don't want to be any more involved. I'd rather lose my job than hear the hard truth of this man's sad existence. Uh, so yeah, they didn't mention it again. And you did. You were there the whole time. You went to every single everything. It and was I, great. But I did have to erase uh, some of the stuff uh, based on what was happening. You know, when we released those episodes. It was not, you know, it was not... But this sort of thing happens all the time with not knowing me. I called this particular venue here uh, that we're at here in Arlington uh, the other day uh, to say, hey, you know, I want to figure out how we're going to record it, you know, what the recording situation is. And the guy goes, what what was your name again? (laughs) And I said, well, I'm I'm Cash uh, Levy. He's like, let me write this down. Uh, I don't know if I can authorize this uh, recording thing. Uh, He goes, but... uh, let me write down your name. We'll talk to the GM. I go, well, you know, uh, I'm Cash Levy. From, I'm the cash in, the cashing in. And he's like, well, that might, that's all very well and good. But, uh, <laughs> but that doesn't change the situation here where I have to get clearance uh, to, to uh, record. I go, no, it, the, the taping is, it is a record. That's what it is. Uh, that's what we're actually doing. Uh, I, I love I love on both ends, neither person knew what the fuck was going on on the other end of the line. Like, to him, it just sounds like some crazy person is like, uh, I'm going to record the show. And he's like, we don't allow recordings. He's like, uh, I'm cash. I know, I know. Are you offering me cash? No, 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 no. I'm the cash from cashing in. And he, that doesn't make a fucking lick of sense. If you, don't, if you don't know exactly what's going on, that sounds crazier than anything that's ever been said to that person before, probably. I'm the cash from cashing in. From the saying? What's happening? But even more insane, I think on your end, you're talking to this guy like, hey, so I need to talk to you about recording for the podcast show. How we're going to record it. He's like, I don't know if we're going to be recording the podcast show. I need to get clearance on that. We don't usually do recordings uh, at the club. And I go, well, you know, um, that that is what the actual thing is. It is. A podcast is a recording. And he was like, let me get that name one more time. That can't be real. Hey, let's move it along to something we like to call the uh, central questions of human nature. And uh, while we're getting... Yes. And, you know, all that being said, in good fun, let's give a fucking round of applause to the Arlington Center yes, Draft you, House for having us. You know what? Crushing it, 420 show, we, 100th episode. We, so, we sorted it all out, and you know what? It probably was confusing, because my name is so ridiculous, so... 
Uh, it was funny. It just made for a good story. Um, essential question of human nature. Uh, now, I read the. Uh, you know my real name, right? Uh, your real name? Yeah. Uh, no. Because it's Cash is not a ridiculous name. If you know my real name. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> Should we save that for yeah. practical living in a modern age? I think so. Because Learn to never let people know that your real name is Toe Jam and Earl. <laughs> I don't know how to respond to that. I was reading the Constitution and uh, yesterday. That's how a lot of small talk starts out in D.C., I think, in general. Yeah, yeah I was reading the Constitution. I was perusing the Constitution, as I want to do. Um, and uh, I wrote this essential question. Should, should cursive uh, be listed as a second language? Because I feel like that's why everyone gives the Constitution so much credit. Like, what if, what if, what if the font for the Constitution was, like, Helvetica or Wingding? Like, would people respect it so much? I do. This is a question that I had never even imagined could be thought of. But that's what makes you the prodigious artist that you are. I guess, yeah. If the Constitution was in Comic Sans, we'd all be like, fuck this. I'm going to Cuba. But I think cursive... My essential question is, you know, now they're replacing cursive with coding in, like, elementary schools and stuff. So uh, that is the question... Hey, if this cinema draft house is a rockin', please come knockin'. They're pissed about that story we told. <laughs> Slowly destroying this part of the room. Uh, no, That's I, a transformer. I, this whole thing will transform into a pretty good time. At some point. At some point. Uh, now, I, you know, is cursive even relevant anymore? Because the idea with cursive, right, is that you would be able to write very quickly faster than if you just printed. Right. But now we have these machines that we just hit these keys and they, the word, the letters come up in cor- the corresponding key, then the letter will come up and all the punk... You, you guys, computers? You guys have seen it. Yeah, yeah, okay. So now we have these things. So it's like, why are we even... Why is there cursive anymore anyway? And somebody recently told me, they go, well, you know, because it's very beautiful. You know? And I shit on their head. <laughs> I, again, I, I found a again. ladder. I found a ladder. I got up above them because I can't fly. I shit on them, and then I took a chute down away. And did someone say that was good luck? I did on the way down the chute. I go, that was good luck. So, second, second essential question: um, Are nudists just lazy streakers? <laughs> Because really, it's just the speed with which you're nude <laughs> that makes a difference, right? So I wrote a little graph here. It's a little pie graph. It's true. It's true because it the there's ad flashers. There's also yeah, well, flashers. Look, I, here's what it is. Running. I wrote it down just so we can all be on the same page. Running naked is, is, is streaking, right? Yes. And, and walking naked or, or being a slow naked person is nudist. Uh, standing naked, uh, standing still is a flasher. And, uh, uh, and, and being perfect, lying perfectly still and being naked is uh, uh, having sex with me in bed. 
I'm a terrible lay, let me tell you. But I don't know what you would call that. What is a perfectly still naked person? A statue. A human statue. A human statue. And yeah. that's perfectly okay if you're, if you're t- totally still. I'll tell you this. Closer to sp- Which is more socially acceptable? You're right. A, Flashing? A flasher is much Or painting yourself completely in gold, nude, and being a human statue on the street. You're right, though. The latter, not a the former. A streaker. In fact, in terms Shoot, of creepiness. I guess I'm right. In terms of creepiness, a streaker is much more socially acceptable thing than a flasher. Yeah, a streaker is fun. Because a flasher is creepy. Because the speed with which you're naked is important. So, so a flasher is creepy, a streaker is fun, a nudist is weird, and a human statue is impressive. It's art. It is. That means I'm, a, I'm a work of art. But flashing is the worst of those. Isn't that weird? Like if you show somebody your dick real quick, you can go to jail and they're like, he was a flasher. There was a flasher in the neighborhood. Did you hear about this? The flasher! But if you pull out your dick and you just leave it there, you can be like, I'm a partial nudist. And they're like, I respect that. <laughs> you know, you're right. Society's pushed us in this idea that we need to clothe ourselves when we're beautiful from the inside and out. Let me say, great dick. And let me introduce you to my son, Jonathan. This is Jonathan. Jonathan, this is a man who has no inhibitions. If he had put that penis away immediately after showing it to us, I would have called the cops. <laughs> But now we both learned a valuable lesson. And I'll tell you what, if he takes the rest of his clothes off and he runs away from us, well, I'm going to start telling you stories about college. (laughs) Jonathan? Jonathan! Where's my son? Give me back my son! Heating up now, folks. So he's really the... getting good right now. He's peaking. He's peaking. He's gleeking. Uh, that's, a, that's right. So what's the Venn diagram? Flashing? Well, someone will send it to us. That's, uh, that's what I, we rely on. I rely on saying things and mentioning a graph, and then it comes my way I, I later mean, from one of you crazy people. The Venn, the Venn diagram is the circle, which is flashing, and the circle, which is nudism. Coming together to have streaking be right in the middle, which is sort of halfway between flashing and nudism. And I think your, your, your ideal people that you want to be friends with are in that section of the graph. The flashers you want to stay away from, the nudists you do too. All of us, are, I think, respect people who join nudist colonies or want to be nudists or whatever. But is any of us friends with one? No. What, what do you Because say? they're freaks and they should be outcast to colonies. They should be banished to a district far, far away. What do you say to a nudist, though? It's true. Do you say, I, I like your penis? Hey, your barn door's open. Oh, wait. You don't I have like, a barn. You have a... I like your penis. Do you compliment the other person's I genitalia? Don't think, I don't think so. I think the whole idea is... Like, I do. I ignore like, it? I, I like to make... Isn't a, that part of the thing? I like to, to make a little joke. I do. I do. I, do. I go like this. I go, hey, hey. Your dick's out. My penis is showing and they're like, yeah, I know. So is my entire body. It's beautiful. And I'm like, no, it's not. And they're like, yeah, it is. Every human body is beautiful. And I'm like, if that was the case, I wouldn't be fully clothed in a parka and a turtleneck right now. <laughs> Certainly not at this colony. <laughs> Certainly not in this leper colony. And how, 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 how pretentious is colony? A nudist colony. They're not colonials. <laughs> we'll keep this one up here. Thank you. Um, right? You can't call yourself a nudist colonial. I'm a colonel of all of these penises. Yeah, there's... 
Okay, but there, there's there really a potential. colony. It's a trailer park outside of fucking Des Moines. You know okay. what I mean? Uh, a nudist trailer park would be uh, less pompous, but what would be more pompous than colony? Like a um, a, a, a nudist a, a, a nudist Vatican. <laughs> Did someone say a nudist resort? Uh, resort? Those exist. And yeah. if you think a resort is more pretentious than a colony, I encourage you to drop out of GDW University immediately <laughs> and look into taking classes as an American. <laughs> Time now for something we like to call uh, Tweetalize. It's just a working title. It's a, uh, it's a working title. Yeah, you know... There are those that call it Tweetalize. Uh, mm. You know, we're in a political, uh, you know, place right now. Some don't, people like to call it. Don't, don't back him up. Don't stop this. tweeting about tomorrow. Don't stop. <laughs> you said seven words, and then now it's this. Don't stop tweeting about tomorrow. That's some people I hate doing these things live because I can feel the joy that it brings you. Have you seen that? Even though by encouraging him, you're asking less and less of him in terms of the words. We did an episode recently where he was like, some people like to call it Tweetalize, other people like to call it Just it's, you're not even making a pun. <laughs> Just tweet it, tweet now, it. Now, some people, there's people that call it other things, too. Uh, there's one other that people seem to like. I don't think it's going to catch on. And uh, to be honest, I think this might be the last live. I, I'm only going to do it every hundred episodes from now on. This will be the last time. No. Yeah, this is for a hundred episodes. I know it's driving people did crazy. You feel, did you feel that I was the only one in here that said no? Like, I think you said that because you wanted the crowd to be like, no! And everybody was like, very well. Anything, anything to make it more cogent. It's we becoming, just like to understand the podcast. It's becoming like my uh, dynamite. You know, where people will yell it out during shows, but the rest of the crowd doesn't know what the fuck I'm doing. Buddy, what are they like, yelling out during crowds? They're yelling out, like, taking it to the tweets during my shows. And I'll be like, but some of the people don't, in the crowd are like, what is, why would he start singing a song for no reason? And only 12 and a half people in the crowd want to hear it, and the rest are like, this is bullshit. <laughs> But um, this so is taking a... it to tweet, so I'm never gonna do that one again. That's that's you know. Are you telling me the things you wanna do for me? I lie, but I don't lie, but I think I see. Take it to the tweet. Take it to the tweet. Take it to the tweet. You don't know me, but I know, bro.
so much. It just, it doesn't make sense. It's one of those moments, like when you throw out a joke, uh, you know, granted, some people don't think it's a joke, but when you throw out a joke and nobody enjoys it, although it is wordplay happening in real time about stone <laughs> building materials, and people are like, meh, pass, but then when you're like, people are like, yeah! <laughs> so I'm just, I'll do it in the 200, I'll do it on the 200th episode. We I are going to do the 200th episode. Uh, we're going to do it at, uh, we already, I rented a room out, a banquet room uh, uh, for a 200th episode. At, you, did, you rent a banquet room? Yeah, Where? at Shakey's Pizza. At Jinky's Pizza. Shakey's Pizza. Yeah, because Jinky's Pizza isn't a real place, but it sounds like a racial slur. <laughs> Um, TJ, yes. I have a good one for TJ. Uh, TJ writes, Welcome, new followers. My name is TJ. I have periods. I'm pretty cool because I care about posture and only shower under waterfalls. It's all true. There's periods in my name, although I did like the pause that you took to try and imply that I'm menstruating, which I'm not, even though I'm being a little bitchy and I'm hungry. I like this one. You wrote the day before that... Uh, have you guys ever burped so much you broke a sweat? Okay, well, I got to talk about this. <laughs> I do have to talk about this because, and and uh, and uh, my lady friend Burping Thomas can attest to this. But uh, yeah, that was a series of burp tweets. I don't have my phone with me, but it was like seven of them in a row. Yeah, I mean, I'll, God, it's not even worth it. But I will. There was like seven. Or I'll nine read them. Because, well, here I wanted to read your. Okay. I just want to read it. So Cash, Cash wrote a couple. It's just a couple times. Uh, and I like all these, but uh, I'm the kind of guy who never says I'm the kind of guy. <laughs> Hashtag first time. <laughs> Here's some uh, Cash Levy DC tweets. So if you guys want to matriculate to the uh, reflecting pool after these, I'll understand. Cash writes The White House, would it hurt to throw in an above ground pool? <laughs> Is that practical? I think that would be dangerous, but. Because there'd be footage of him, you know, his diving skills. And yeah. Kind of thing. See, streaking. I like the diving skills. Not him in a bathing suit making fun of him or something. It's just like, if he dives wrong, that's all over the papers. Uh, Cash writes, I'm, I'm at the Washington Mall now. Where's the food court? Hashtag confused. Seems like you said that earlier. Yeah, we already said that. I, I, I repeated not, he, something. He writes, I there, there's tons of people taking pictures here. The White uh, House okay, must we, have we great about curb that. appeal. <laughs> I pretty much just wrote everything I just said. Hey, what about this? And then, today? Yeah, this, this one right here. This says, "Watch, watch, watch! I'm going to sing and not even say any words, and these fools will laugh and laugh and laugh." <laughs> Hashtag TJ just made that up. Hashtag I'm serious. Hashtag this is more than 140 characters. Hashtag so close I can taste it. Uh, no, Cash Levy writes, still looking for the D.C. cab monument. Hashtag so close I can taste it. There should be a cab monument. The there should be a monument. monument? To That's how yeah. I actually got into school. How? I, this is very funny. My girlfriend who I met in college, uh, her, she wrote her like essay, you know, your college essay on female uh, genital mutilation, I think, worldwide and making people more aware of what is a disgusting and terrifying proposition human existence and mine was about how they should make a monument that's for the everyman and then I described the monument for a long time I was like you know he'd be like the Michelin man 
He'd just be nameless and faceless, but it would be to you, the man. So that'll give you an idea kind of which way the uh, intellectual seesaw lands in that particular relationship. Here, you do, yeah, I, I want to bring up this burping thing because this is something yeah, that we should talk about. Yeah, it was amazing. It was a great series of burping tweets. How are we doing tonight? This is going to be a double uh, episode. Which you guys are a part of, and we can't do without you! And thank you so much for, for coming out. It really means a lot to us to meet you. And we're looking forward to the party uh, afterwards. We're going to do a party tonight. Uh, at no There work. might be Cole's Chipotle. Go, uh, and this is real. We've decided to go uh, midnight at uh, the Lincoln Memorial. Midnight. So we'll midnight, if you guys want to meet us at the Lincoln Memorial. We'll be there. It's going to get real gonna fucking get crazy. weird. <laughs> it's going to get weird. I, I picture us uh, renting those little bicycles. Uh, that you can uh, you can rent them right near there. The four person or the tandems? Uh, twelve and a half person bicycles. <laughs> they got one of those. Those yeah, are in a circle. We're going to cruise. This is real. We're going to meet at the uh, Lincoln Memorial and uh, and because we we appreciate meeting you and I know some of you have come from long distances. As you look from that, uh, did anybody come from uh, farther than uh, say five hours? Woo! Okay, how far? Yeah, Massachusetts, buddy. Dallas, Dallas. what? Bullshit. You really came special? Just like a Texan to lie about the distance he's traveled. He's like, Dallas, where in Dallas? Maryland. Um, you came special from Dallas? Did you? Yes. Really? Do you, do you have relatives here? No, listen, here's the thing, though. Hey, if don't show, turn on him. Hey, if you show, if you show your ID... You show your ID, fuckface. If you, if you show your ID and you're from outside of Virginia, Maryland, or Washington, D.C., this is true... Cash will give you a hug, and I'll kiss you on your forehead. Okay, so this is all real. This happened. I woke up, and this is my first tweet on the 7th. Okay, guys, you hear that laughter? That means it's real. Okay, guys, real juice. You don't have to drink it up, but it's real juice. I've been burping so much this morning, I had to leave the room. Next tweet. Like, bur- like burping at such a rate and with such force that I had to leave for fear of a rose petal pistol waking up and slapping the burps right out of me. Next tweet. Anyone know... This is all real. Next tweet. Anyone know of a burping doctor in NYC that will meet me as I burp and walk down 6th Avenue? A homeless, insane man just gave me a condescending look, and that's true. I was burping so furiously that morning, uh, just uh, nonstop, just uh, uh, like that, that a crazy homeless guy looked over at me, and I was like... Uh, and he was like... I don't play that, you know? Then this now, now you begin to realize that this is not just some joke. Next tweet. Look, I'm at 32nd and 6th Avenue. If you can find me, I will burp at you. <laughs> Next tweet. I'll tell you one thing. If you're a burping Thomas walking down any street in Manhattan and a crazy person in the city that will approach you, and that's because this person tried to come up and ask me uh, to donate money to like Greenpeace or something, and I was like... <gasps> and they're like, yeah, you're fine. All right, goodbye. Goodbye, bye, bye, bye. <laughs> they ran inside the, the Dwayne Reed. Rule number one. What had you been eating? I don't know what it was. I think it was just a weird burping thing, but I did. I was burping so loudly, I sequestered myself to the bathroom and was still burping so much. Has anyone ever died from burps? Uh, Trust me, I looked it up. Are you serious? Yeah. What did it say? There's no confirmed cases of burp deaths. Burp death. But, but you know when you're so much in the state of burp death. You know, you know when you're so much in the state of Denver that you're like, I'm gonna die. I'm yeah, gonna, I'm gonna die. And people are like, 
but no one's ever died from being in the state of Denver. And you're like, well, then I'll be the first. Like, yeah. that's how much you believe. It was called Eternal Billboard when I was convinced I was going to die. Uh, and that's all I said. I mean, I said, you know, trust, trust me. One thing you should know about me, when I burp, I burp hard. And that's because I, bur- I went up to order a pretzel at a food cart on the streets of, uh, uh, of uh, New York City. And um, I started uh, burping hard. Uh, and I left. I paid the guy. And before I got the pretzel, I left. Because I burped so hard at him. This is actual video footage from me walking down 6th Avenue in New York City. So basically, I guess what I'm saying is it's not going well. All right. Let's move it along to Tiny Opinions. Tiny Opinions now, because <laughs> I don't know what to say about the burping thing. I love it though. Though they are in fact normal-sized men, they have tiny opinions. Um, you guys, we love having you here. Yes. Thank you so much. So amazing. You're so nice. This really means a lot to us. We. When we started this podcast, we had no idea that this would... We really thought no one would really want to do something this strange with us. So. No one would really want to listen to it. Yeah. And uh, sometimes really when we're alone recording the podcast in Los seems Angeles, like California, no is, yeah. it seems like no one's listening. But we also... It's hard because sometimes we forget that anybody even is listening. And this so is these the are sweetest, nice. greatest reminder. Thank you yeah, guys for coming. Thank you so much. Yeah. We, uh, for this show, I, I don't know. I, we, we get more than we give. Uh, that's how I feel. I, I just feel... I mean, I... Well, we lose a lot the, of money. Yeah. I think we well, found out we true. lost hundreds of yeah. dollars, we almost have, yeah. thousands of dollars we last have. year on yeah. this podcast. So, hope you guys fucking like it. And that's, that brings us to my tiny opinion. I'm not a, a glass half full or a glass half empty person because I'm, I'm, I'm a what's in the glass uh, person. Because uh, why is nobody asking what's in the glass? Because doesn't that make all the difference? If there's, we assume that what's in the glass is good, something you'd want to drink. If there's pee in the glass, then I'm a glass half empty guy. Okay, and that's how I feel about a lot of things. Like we don't know for sure. So like about what, it depends if on it's what's fi- in the glass. Well, I, if it's filled with pee, you say that glass is half empty. That means like you're an I, w- I wish there was more pee. <laughs> right? No. It's the opposite. Are you sure? I'm, I'm sure of it. Because glass half empty is a pessimist because you're like, I wish there was more of the liquid. There's not. I think maybe subconsciously you just told everybody you could use a strong glass of pee right now. <laughs> No, but you're uh, right. Okay, I, mean, I, I, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Maybe but, I should have thought this through. But if it's a glass, if it's a, let's say it's all a, I'm saying is I want to know what's in the glass. Let's stick with that part of it. If it's a glass premise. of blood, but I'll even I'll piggyback what you're saying, and I agree. If it's a if, it's, if you have a glass that's half full of blood, if you don't drink blood, then you're like, yeah, that's half full. That, that's I'm fine with that. I think. I think. But See, it, I think you're doing it wrong. I still do. Isn't it the optimist is like the glass half full, right? Yes. Right. So if you're like, it's this pee, is great. This is great. Pee, I love all say, the liquid in here. If it's pee, you would say, or blood, you would say, the glass is half empty. Unless you're bleeding to death, then you're then like, you that glass that. is half full. Get it over yeah. here. 
I'm going to die without the liquid in there. And then you inject it in yourself, and they're like, just getting that was pee with red food coloring. And then you're like, what the... And then you die before you can ask why a person would have done that. I mean, look at this That's a very specific set of circumstances. So, like, take war, for example. A lot of people bemoan the loss of lives in war. And I understand that. I, I understand bemoaning the loss of life in war. But let's remember to make ourselves feel a little better. Some of those people uh, that died, uh, we may not have liked very much. <laughs> Sorry, you know? but if you're not laughing, you're not really facing the truth, which is... You don't there like are a couple people. You may, you may have lost a few. There are a couple people that maybe like, you know have people that they work with or work for that if they're like, if you went to war and didn't come back, I would both honor you for your service to our country and I'd be super psyched I wouldn't have to talk to you again. (laughs) That was a little dark, but I admit that. We're going to finish up with, well, we're going to do practical living in a modern age before we... In an inefficient and out-of-date way, we bring you Practical living in the modern age. And this is for you, Pemberton. I just wanted to let you know, if you ever get caught uh, shredding documents, uh, you know, you're a politician. Yep. You ever get caught uh, shredding documents? And I don't understand why more politicians don't do this. You use the, uh, I was going to a parade defense. <laughs> That's my ticker tape. Yeah. That was my ticker tape. And uh, it's I can not say, funny so much as just... Well, what I was going to say is I can safely say that both of us agree with that, think it's hysterical, and it is the number one thing on this episode and maybe in the life of the podcast where we have totally seen eye to eye on that and every single person in the audience or listening was like, and what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the way to do it. Or, or you know, somebody walks in, you're shredding documents... You know, they're like, are you shredding important documents? Oh, this is why you always wear a tie. Put the tie in. Do the old tie gag. You're like, ah! Then they're going, whoa! You're like, I'm kidding, it's a clip-on. Let's fucking get a drink! Are you kidding me right now? Uh, Thanks for the save, buddy. Um, So, I did, practically speaking, I I did want to invite up one person, just real quick, yeah. to, uh, uh, to try the Evian Facial Spray. As we said, Pemberton Bottle 6 2016 is brought to you by Evian Facial Spray, uh, the only imported water facial spray, natural mineral water, uh, that could be used to save a child's life in Uganda, but instead, sometimes it gets hot out, and uh, <laughs> you feel dry. It's, I think it's the D.C. weather. So I was just going to look for somebody who may be Wanted to come up and get a quick uh, shizzy. <laughs> right there, let me see. Yeah, stand up. Really? No, not you, buddy, but I do. <laughs> I do. Usually I go for women. That's one of the main things. Doesn't matter how confidently you stand up, you will not be getting any spray from me tonight. <laughs> well, wait, is she... Where is she? No, hold on. Is it... Is do we? Can you stand up? Yes. Yeah, that guy. You're not even near where I'm looking, but you're like, yes, I can. <laughs> yeah, here, will you come up? Come on up, yeah. And you're next. In the meantime, who was it? You. Here we go. See if it can reach you. Is this about you? Is this about your ambition? 
What did it feel like? This guy, you want a little bit? Yeah. Loose tie? Get over here, weirdo. <laughs> How does that feel? Feels great. Great. Show everybody your tie. He's killing it. If it's Sunday and most of your tie is above the tie clip, you're fucking doing it right. Let me put it that way. Hi. Come on up. Here, you can step right here. Be careful, 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 careful. Careful. Okay, so, um, real quick, so what, uh, just give everybody your name. Gladys. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 I'm fine. Uh, so, uh, right, okay. So, well, then that was good. So that felt good, and then you can go. Uh, my name's T. Uh, my name's TJ. I'm sorry, this is rude. I have a phobia that I shouldn't even be allowing to get in the way of this. So, they gave me four hundred dollars to talk about this live. So I'm going to do that. So I'm TJ. You're Gladys. Well, I am. I am. I am. I am gladdest to meet you. Fuck! Get out of here! Take this with you! Get out of here! Kate, everybody! Kate, please give it up for him. Uh, I can't believe somebody came with name tags that say. Yeah. I see you high-fiving over there, you disgusting pieces of shit. You satchels of crap! You know what it's like to be up here in front of 100 people and be introduced to a Gladys? Oh, I'm sorry. For those of you who don't know, which it seems like a lot of you don't, I have a phobia where uh, I am afraid of meeting women named Gladys or men because I'm afraid that I'll end up saying I'm the Gladys to meet you. Wow, that could have gone really bad. I'm so glad, Gladys, that the things went okay. That was doesn't matter. It's you really not handled a that deal, well, right? You know what? We'll deal. let you rest for a second by uh, going to our final segment. It's called Maskers. Like 85 percent of superheroes, this is Maskers. Yeah, and this, you know, Maskers. Uh, this is a, a section where you're. Someone just put on a mask. Hold on a second. We said there were no antelope out in here. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're the best. So here's my proposal. You've got your maskers, yeah. uh, and of course you do those. But also, I thought if you are wearing a mask, first of all, fuck you, because here's the thing. <laughs> Listen to me. This is a section called Ask the Masters, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Ask the Masters. That's why we call it Maskers. It doesn't have anything to do with masks. And what are we supposed to call it? Asters? It didn't work. We went with Maskers, and now everybody's asking questions about masks. They're fucking wearing masks. <laughs> Can I have another scotch and soda, please? So I think if the people that did end up wearing masks for no reason should be allowed to maybe ask... The first maskers? Yeah, or yeah, or yeah, or one. Let's start yes. with the antelope Let's fucking start. head over here. No, keep it on. Let's see. You thought that was the funny choice? Let's see how mobile your mouth is. 
going to come over to you here. Okay, here you go. Go ahead. So, uh, what is your name? Abel. It is because you got a fucking name tag that says Gladys. <laughs> like quite a few people in here, I've seemed to notice all of a sudden. Uh, so, what, what, what would be your maskers, Abel? Would you say that your favorite musical is Phantom of the Opera? You pushed him too far. <laughs> you have a gun pointed at your head. What do you do? You know, he's... I think he'll come back. For those of you listening at home, most people watch the show. <laughs> but if you're listening out there, TJ just stormed out of the room. He's probably really pissed off. He probably is climbing a ladder, preparing to shit on someone's head. Now he's fighting a transformer. Up back. Oh, there he is. He settled down. Probably picked up some more Evian. I'm not going to let you ruin this, okay? To answer your question, yes, my favorite musical is Phantom of the Opera. My parents took me to see it in Denver, Colorado, every single summer and every time that it came and played. And I think the chandelier falling is one of the scariest moments in live theater. And I also think that some of the music is the best that's ever been performed on Broadway. Thank you so much. And finally, I would like to also say that when I was young, I really wanted a Phantom of the Opera mask. And it was uh, my birthday present. When I was in ninth grade. <laughs> so, yeah, that's your answer. And I want you to also know that although I am very frustrated with you, it is really funny that you've chosen that mask because whenever you nod your head yes, the little antlers bounce up and down. A couple maskers before we uh, send this out. I thought you might like this one. Tom Meadows, the original Tobby, writes, When Handel played on with his honey stick, was he a ladle? Say it again. When Handel played with his honey stick, was he a ladle? When Handel played with his honey stick? Yeah. Who's Handel? The oh. musician, the, uh, the composer. composer right. uh, I thought you like wordplay, so I picked that out and you didn't get it. Well, because it's pronounced... I'm starting to hate George Washington University. No, it's, it's pronounced Handel. I don't know where you... Oh, really? Yeah. So when Handel played with his... I think that's his, what he meant. You know what? It's actually... This, you pronounce all these wrong. When Handel played with his hoonestock, <laughs> was he a lodler? Yeah, he was. I mean, if a handle plays with his own honey stick, he's a ladle. Wow, that is complicated, Tom. But at least it's not about a fucking mask. Uh, Maya Pinguina writes, Was it ever really hammer time? <laughs> well, it was, nobody knew that because he had to keep being like, Stop! It's hammer time. Now, right now is hammer time. Stop! At Captain Arc writes, if my doctor is wearing Skechers shape-ups, is it time to get a new doctor? 
I think no. there, there's certain things a doctor could have uh, that, like, like if a doctor had like a diploma from framed from like General Hospital. <laughs> yeah, that you want to get rid of that? Would be. A I wouldn't want a doctor head. with uh, parachute pants. They say you never well get your shape ups. It's hammer time. If he's got those parachute pants on. You don't want a doctor who smokes. I don't want a doctor drinking a super big gulp. No. If you got a guy drinking a super big gulp and he's like, I think you should try and watch your intake cholesterol. You just go get the I don't fuck want out of your office. I don't want a doctor with a neck tattoo. I do. Of Dr. Dre. What if it, what if it just says fucking health? What if it just says that? What if that's how real that's he is? Not bad. That's not bad. Uh, what, here's what really I think concerns if, me. I think if there's a doctor who's wearing sketchy uh, shape-ups, I'd like to at least be able to say, like, listen... You better your shoes or ship out, buddy, because... Surrounded by... Surrounded by Gladys's. If I... If I walked into a waiting room at a doctor's office and they were playing the podcast Cashing In with T.J. Miller, I would walk out of that waiting room. If I walked into your doctor's office and I found out that it was his closet... But it was big enough to house his entire medical practice. That's yeah, that's too big a closet. <laughs> if you ladies take a break, fellas. Folks, folks, if you if you have a reflecting pool in your folks, closet, that's a big closet. Too big a closet. <laughs> folks, if there are three states within your closet and Jason Worth is inside doing his toes, it's too big a closet. Folks, if Cash Levy recently sneaked into a baseball game at a field that is inside your closet, that's too big a closet. If there's a hanger inside your closet and it's not holding clothing, it has an airplane inside of it. <laughs> you might have too big of a closet. We do a lot of closets. Let's do another... <laughs> We're going to do a whole closet album. We do the lawyer. We're going to finish up. We do the lawyer I want to do what? The lawyer also. Oh. What about it? I think that's it. If there's a lawyer in your closet with a tip jar and a parrot on his shoulder and an eye patch. That's a pirate. And that's a pirate. Another masker's here? Yeah. Yeah? What do you got? Wait, did that dude just go, yeah, and then he goes, what? And he goes, ask him a question. <laughs> just the worst friend ever. If a girl, girl doesn't have an ass, is she gluten-free? Gluten <laughs> well, you guys know, you guys know I'm on a gluten-free, uh, uh, I'm, uh, I'm actually allergic to gluten-free food, and... <laughs> He eats so eat all gluten, <laughs> which is not easy. You have to club them. <laughs> Free range gluten. I've done that joke on the podcast, and I will continue to do that joke. No matter how poorly it does. If I she eats gluten free, does she have no ass? She's got no glutes. She's gluten free. That's right on, buddy, but don't call her that to her face, because that's might, weird. There could be a lot of reasons why someone might have a concave booty. Hey, baby. Are you good free? Because you don't got an ass on you. Where are you going? What happened? Jonathan, let's... Jonathan! Where is my son? 
Another master. Another one. Another one. You can ask us anything. We are masters. Yes. yes. Uh, having wake up on your to-do list, horribly depressing or achievement? <laughs> I think it's a good way to start out achieving. Well, I mean, fuck, fuck, yeah. They might not have heard it uh, when you're listening at home. It's uh, uh, having wake up on your to-do list. Is that uh, terribly depressing? Or a ready achievement. Or a ready achievement. It's an achievable thing, isn't it? It's so, uh, it's to wake the best. Up. You should wake up crossing something I think every day we should feel good. You did do that. No, you did, did wake it. up. You did wake up. I, I, you had I dreams like I have. You're pretty happy. I go, I go one further, buddy. About the first two things on my daily to-do list are did you uh, sleeping and waking up. So I'll cross both of those bad boys off. In fact, I was in a real, bad, you, I was in a real bad period for a while, and you know what I did? I did sleeping and waking up, and then before that I put writing a to-do list before you go to bed. <laughs> I cross that shit off yeah. before I go to bed. What about having on your to-do list to uh, go back to sleep and then repeat? <laughs> and that is your entire to-do list. You can, but you can't cross it out once you've gone to sleep. Unless you have restless leg syndrome. And, and you also you write with your, your Yeah. <laughs> Another master. That's a good one. Another Anything, yeah. it can be a real question. Yeah. Ask us. We want, we want to... Sh- we well, want this, to is, this is our time share, with you. Right now, in, in, in midnight at the Lincoln Memorial, yeah. is the only time we have with you guys over cold Chipotle. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is, my son? is that your son? <laughs> what is your name? Does it have to do with money? <laughs> what is your name? Uh, Ian. He's not Ian. Your son. I don't think he's my son. Um, yeah, my son Chance, uh, he's actually already given me, he said he's going to open a restaurant. And he gave me, he, told, he did, he goes, Dada, I'm going to open a restaurant. I'm like, really? What are you going to call it? He's like, Booty Snacks. Is that true? Yeah. That is so That's funny. That's a great name for a restaurant. Oh, and I asked That's him. That's ambitious. We were, and now it takes me back to. I asked him what he Because he asked me for $75,000. <laughs> it takes me back to when he asked me for money. He also, I also I asked him uh, what he would name his yacht because I go, what if I bought you a boat? What would you name it? People, you know, name their boats. And he was like, Sushi Diet Coke? Booty Snacks. I'd go to a restaurant called Booty Snacks. Booty Snacks. It's got some attitude to it. Hey, hey, sure it's fucking gluten-free, homie. There it is. <laughs> Any more? Yeah. Because it's the 100th episode. 100th episode. What would Yoda sound like having sex? <laughs> now, we, we've taken too much time already, but that's got to be the closing masker. Is there anybody else? Anybody else want to do a masker? Yes. Oh, fuck! It's, you guys are flanking him from all sides. <laughs> this is perfect! <laughs> As long as no one asks him to sing I in falsetto. I am sick and tired of being questioned about the validity of Yonderland. Well, no, funny. you can't send a drone to Yonderland and have it come back. What Casher said is that if you're wasted enough... Yeah. Well, you can break it down. Yeah. Uh, you have Tinkerbell. That's getting really drunk. Spit Tinkerbell. That's being extremely drunk. Right? The outskirts of Spit Tinkerbell. That's where you can see... In the distance, the city lights of Yonderland. No one has ever been to Yonderland. No one that's ever been there has ever returned. There's no recognizance mission. 
Okay, even John Rambo could not go to Yonderland to do what it takes to survive, to eat things that'll make a billy goat puke, to kill, period. Remember one thing when you go to Yonderland? An ample supply of body bags. Question number body bags. One. Question number one. No one's been to Yonderland. I think the city lights might just be a figment of our imaginations. It's what we want to see when we look in the distance, but no one can ever go there. Good question. But tonight, man. I'm hoping we get as close as possible. We're going to get the Lincoln Memorial. Midnight, we're hoping to be seeing the twinkling lights of yonder land through the reflecting pole of jet ski. Oh, Washington. And as for your Yoda question, Yoda... Once had a three-way. This, and this is, is how it sounded. Can I just stop right before he does this? Because this is it, and then we're leaving. I just want to say this to me, and I thank you, and I thank everybody that came. But that is perfect. That was perfect. This has been perfect. This has been perfect. Thank you for having me as a guest on your show. Thank you, Pemberton. I have never in my life had to do two things that are so hard. One is tell you guys that I am actually not Pemberton Battlesticks. But that Pemberton Buttlesticks is me, T.J. Miller. Wow. And two, I never thought I would had, I never, I never thought that I would have to, but I'm glad that I am about to see you fuse a callback from earlier on in the podcast with what, in my opinion, is the greatest closing bit any comedian has ever come up with. Even though Ca- I never be closed. Closed. Wait, you Ask never... the question one more time. What's the question? What would Yoda sound like during sex? What would Yoda sound like at the sort of climax of intercourse? I never did this on stage more than once. And this guy has just been riding it for as long as he can, and I don't like it. You guys are going to love it! But for the 100th episode, Yoda in a three-way. Do the whole, do it. Just really do the whole thing. Yes. <laughs> Step this way. Honey <laughs> yeah. stick this in. Right? Oh, tasty morsel. <laughs> Taste it. Mm, custom fit. And now for the second one. <laughs> <laughs> the force runs strong. <laughs> I'm like the. Washington Monument. (laughs) 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 Who is that I see in the doorway? (laughs) 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 Connect four. Cash Levy, ladies and gentlemen, Cash Levy. Thanks for everybody for coming. Really means a lot. Thank you. Thank you to the Arlington Draft House. Tip your wakes out because if you had a great afternoon, if you didn't, tip more and you'll have a better one next Sunday. We perform tonight at 7.30. Both of us are headlining a show tonight, 7.30. Some of you are staying. If you can, stay, drink, have fun. Go out and enjoy the neighborhood. This yeah, is a beautiful... Memorial at midnight. This is a local, a beautiful local neighborhood. Have you guys been around here? Bangkok 52? No one's ever been in there. Okay, so don't go in there. Part of it is boarded up, and they're still open. 
But uh, give it up for the Arlington Draft House. We'll see you here at 7.30 or uh, to all the 12 and a half because we know there's only 12 and a half of you. Please come to the Lincoln Memorial tonight at midnight. Thank you to the Gladyses in the audience. Thank you, sir, for the mass. Thank you, guys. And thank you, Cash, for having me. 100 episodes. Yeah, one last thing. I just want to thank uh, uh, TJ, too, for doing this with me uh, these last couple of years. This is great. One of the funniest people you've ever seen in the world. And we're so happy to be this guy. at this point. So thanks to you for supporting us, and thanks to TJ It means so this. much to us that you listen. It means so much. Now leaving Nerdist.com.